You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's ride, Broncos country. Let's ride, Broncos country. Let's ride, Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's run. Welcome on in BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe Jaren Hawks are with you on a Thursday morning. Ton of gets to today. A couple great guests. Alex Christensen will join us on the NFL. Some NBA as well. A few weeks away from tipping off the season. We know Aaron's excited about that. Sean Zerillo of the Action Network joins us on the MLB playoffs coming up at 11 a.m. Easter. We'll have our uh, World Series odds draft. We'll draft all the teams uh, into a draft today and see who we uh, each come up with to win the World Series. Playoffs start tomorrow. We'll get to baseball. We'll have a full preview coming up on Thursday Night Football, including, yes, Russell Wilson and Broncos country trying to ride tonight in a game against the Indianapolis Colts. A lot of injuries there. A lot of NFL to get to this morning, um, including some injury situations here. Uh, Joe, we start with that. I mean, it's Mac Jones limited to practice. Daniel Jones, it sounds like a pretty decent day yesterday. So he's getting on that flight to London as the Giants go over. So I'm not sure what to make of the Mac Jones thing. I, I would imagine he's still not going to play. I mean, Belichick did this last week, and then he didn't play. But it does sound like the Daniel Jones thing might trend to him playing, which I think that makes that game kind of interesting. I mean, that's a little bit the Packers the Mac- win, but the number. The number is interesting if Jones can play. On the Mac Jones front, high ankle. I mean, this was a little over, what, a week and a half ago? It's still high yeah. ankle. When you hear a high ankle, you're expecting at least – least a couple of games that is bare minimum so yeah i think games were played games are being played games were played last friday when he shows up at practice and everybody starts tweeting away and the suspense was there about an hour before they're like oh yeah he's out he was at practice but but he was out and well with the way zappy performed wouldn't you expect them to be okay with it like okay he can he can manage a game for us we can we can be just fine I don't know about the current line that we're dealing with in that game. I don't quite understand all of that, but uh, we'll get into that and the different situation that falls in that contest. Uh, Daniel Jones, when I saw him back on the field late in the Bears-Giants game, just to make sure Saquon didn't mess it up with the old Ronnie Brown Wildcat stuff at the end, it's like, okay, he's going to be fine for next week. He'll be, he'll be fine. Now, he's not going to be – the mobile Daniel Jones that we're used to. He's not going to have that part of his game probably that we saw in the two rushing touchdowns against the Bears, and I wouldn't expect any professional defense to give up plays like that, basically the same play twice and give the guy half the field to just run down uh, for a score. But, yeah, because of what happened with Tyrod, I certainly expect Daniel Jones to be on the field. Otherwise, they're in in a world to hurt because if not, then we're having a survivor conversation, right? I mean, uh, most people are, I should say. Because we can't with Green Bay already used, but because then we're talking Davis Mills, and who knows what what happens there. But yeah, I, I I think we're on it on this Thursday morning. I think it looks like no Mac Jones, yes to Daniel Jones in London. 
That's what it feels like. And Aaron, the other thing that we're talking about, I mean, uh, the, the conversation, I think our audience needs to know our, our survivor conversation each week now has extended beyond the show. We're, we're doing this. I mean, Aaron's texting us at night. We're, tr- we're trying to hone in on this survivor pick, Aaron. We, I think we can discuss it here because we, so we can't use the Packers. Joe obviously mentioned that they're yeah. out for us. We use them already. Uh, so that's not a consideration. It feels like we're down at about two, Aaron. It feels like Paul's Jaguars. And Joe and I on the 49ers, what are you thinking right now as, as we sit here on this on this Thursday morning? Yeah, I mean, my initial thought was Jags, and now I'm leaning Niners. Um, but, yeah, just really quick, though, I wanted to go back to this quarterback situation. I didn't get a chance to say anything. I just – laying those points with Bailey Zappi, I just feel like that is right. crazy. Minus three and a half with Bailey Zappi. What are we doing here? That <laughs> line is really absurd to me when you say that out loud. Isn't it? It is. It is. Here's what this is. Here's what it is. It's Jared Goff outside. That's what I mean. For years with the Rams, when he when in some sort of conditions, it doesn't have to be poor conditions. It's golf finally playing outside. You're outside of the controlled climate, and I think that's what it is. Is strictly a Lions fade. Lions can't stop anybody, and they don't think golf is going to be this <laughs> number one yards per play offense outside. And we're seeing that in totals market with this game too. Doesn't mean it's right. I'm just telling yeah. you what what the because you is you taught me pretty much everything I know about gambling. I've learned on this show with you, and you always talk about who has the better quarterback. So when I just look at that and the line, I'm like, wait a second, have we gone too far with Bailey Zappi here? It's yeah. also it's also a, a Belichick Goff thing. He's owned him. Mm-hmm. And now now oh, part yeah. of that was McVay, right? Now Belichick owned McVay in the Super Bowl. It wasn't just. Jared Goff, but his numbers against Bill Belichick in his career, they're awful. It's 52% completion percentage against Bill Belichick defense in his career. So it's that too. I think it's Belichick. But the Patriots cannot afford to lose this game when you look at the division. They're going to be a very, very desperate team. However, I like the Lions as underdogs. They're biting kneecaps. They don't give up. Lions as favorites. Not my thing yet. Can't really trust them. But Lions is underdogs. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to give up. I'm tempted to be on the Lions side. Yeah, I get it. I just don't know how points are scored in the game. I, I mean, I, I and Zappy's part of that, I guess. But 46 and a half. I mean, the Lions are accounting for 70 in every game between what they're giving and what they're scoring. Like 46 and a half just feels like a very tiny number. Uh, well, 45 and a half right now at Ben MGM. So we'll talk more about that game coming up. We'll see what the Max Jones situation. Or let's let's get to the survivor discussion here because it's it's top of mind for us. I mean, we can't yeah. move forward with this show until we have some clarity here on what we're, we're all thinking. We'll finalize this tomorrow. But are, are we down to two? Is that where we we all feel like we're down to two? The 49ers at the Panthers and the te- uh, Jaguars hosting the Texans. Are those our two for this week? Have we ruled everything else yeah. out? We're moving past the Bills because we're saving them. We're moving past the right. Chiefs divisional game. Vikings coming back from London. We used. We're out on those. And we used the Vikings. We used the Vikings. Yeah. yeah so we yeah, used the Vikings. Yeah. So the only one out there, right, is the Bucks, which that number is going up to nine and a half now. But it's our Falcons. Wow. So I don't think that's ace. even a discussion. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. So these people might have to re. Like, that's one of those things where 
are we on the right side and just the narrative on the other side is out of control and we're actually benefiting from it? Or are we this one that like we kind of fell, fell in love with? I think it's fair to say early in the week and we're just going to be wrong. I don't know. That might be more of a discussion for tomorrow. But survivor-wise, I am a little bit blinded. So every time I try to believe in the Niners, they screw me. They screw me every time. So I'm not – I will fully admit – there's a little bit of that. The Panthers are terrible. They're absolutely terrible. But as I mentioned in the chat, Niners are going to be down to their third string left tackle. I know. Against a guy like Brian Burns. And I think something I want to discuss later, Joe, because I saw your tweet this morning about Nick Bosa's pressures. I guess it depends on where you look. He's top either way. But if you look at like PFF, Burns is top three and has like 20. If you look at sports reference, he's top 10. Either way, he's at the top of the league as well. Now, a bunch of those came against a bad New York Giants team. But he also had three, four, five in games against Cleveland, New Orleans, and Arizona. Those teams are all top 10 offensive lines ranked by pro football focus. So he's not doing it against scrubs. And that's a little bit yeah. of a concern. And we've seen San Francisco lay duds against teams they should beat. Chicago, yeah, the weather came. I still think it's a team, the game they should have been in control of. They had a chance to be Trey Lance, fine, throw it out. But the Broncos game, I think, is like another team that just seems similar, you know, to this Panthers team, like sputters on offense. And then the other thing is just another note Kyle Shanahan offense, uh-huh. Gary Kubiak offense, Kevin Stefanski offense. They've already played that Brown. Like they've just saw this scheme, and this scheme's prevalent throughout the league. But it took a, what, 60-yard field goal for the Browns to beat the Panthers in week one, and they've had terrible turnover luck this mm-hmm. far. I'm not saying they're good, but I don't know if it's the layup that it might seem to be. And there's west to east. In a short week. In a short week. In an all-out so performance. <laughs> and, and an awesome performance on Monday night. Is there any kind of a letdown factor to true on your Bosa, game? Yeah, on your plus, Bosa point. Plus, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna um, say plus if they if the Niners are this good and they do go on a run and their defense keeps up and maybe this third string left tackle isn't that bad, we'll have saved them for later. If we feel right. that confident in Jags, you know we what will. I'm saying? Right. Like, though I don't know if there's many great spots later. Um, this is the worst team they're going to face the rest of the season. So they go to Atlanta oh. next week. Chiefs, Rams, Chargers at the Cardinals division game. Saints and Dolphins at home. Bucks at home. Seattle division game. They get the Commanders at home on, on Christmas Eve. That's yeah. that's the spot. If right. you really want to look that far forward, that's a great spot. But that's it. I think the, the, I think the Panthers are the worst or second worst team they'll see, see the rest of the season. I asked uh, you this last week about San Francisco. Wouldn't you rather use San Francisco when you have Trent Williams? Baker's probably going to get be benched, so he's not going to be playing much longer. Do you want to fade them now or after Baker gets benched? Like, there's, there's that angle on, on the Bosa stuff. I love our friends at PFF, but I've decided to ignore everything they have to say about Nick Bosa when I saw that he was ranked 23rd edge rusher in the NFL. So, I mean, I Who just are the other take... 22. That's what I want to know. 23rd. <laughs> Fair question. So just in, Fair question. in general, <laughs> I, can, I, can, yeah, right. I can text our guys over at PFF as well and ask them maybe next time they come on. But in general, like I'm just wondering, like there's such a discrepancy in just the number of pressures that they have for people 
compared to like what sports reference has. So I, that's just something because right. I, I was sure. looking at Burton's numbers. I was going to tweet something about that. Then I saw yours and I was like, well, that doesn't line up. Just trying to figure out the difference between how people accumulate stats. But well, I will what, are say, the what are the voters going to look at? Are they looking at PFF or are they looking at pressures, knockdown sacks? I, I think it's simple. Well, I think PFF's the old pressures. Yeah, but PFF's okay. pressures is like the, the raw stats is what I'm talking about. Anyway, I will say in conclusion, I've mm -hmm. used the Jags in other pools. I have a Wednesday night pool. I got my Jags fixed just like I got my Panthers or Giants fixed last week. So I'll probably get outvoted and it'll be okay. But I mean, I'm not opposed to there. Jags. I'm not either. What? <laughs> there, I also view when you're like really torn on something. I also view the point spread. Like there's a reason it's not seven compared to all of these other games. What's holding it back from getting that key to that key number of seven. So well, I think we laid it alarm, out, right? We laid out, we yeah. laid out why the third string tackle, right. the West, the East short week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all there. Uh, I understand that. And I think Paul brings up a good point about the Niners two weeks ago. They, they did this, right? They've laid two eggs on the road so far. One, they well, they lost both, right? They laid the two eggs on the road to the Broncos and the Bears. You know, on the Tampa front, as this line keeps climbing, uh, we talked about that before we got some information with Patterson and Brady. But that that isn't the whole story, too, why uh, a lot of people are on the Tampa Bay side and the line continues to climb. Of course, the narrative will be there. Is Brady really going to lose three games in a row? Well, hey, guess what? He can win and still not cover because it's such a large number. But look at uh, these these two losses, Mahomes, Rodgers. I know Rodgers didn't put up a lot, but it was still against the Packers, a quality team, a team that's going to be it, be in the mix for the playoff hunt. And then on the Atlanta side, if you're going too far, like look, look what the run game is doing, look what they're doing offensively, and we love all of it. I love that they have this fight. Maybe they're going to be the Lions of last year as far as ATS numbers, or even better. But Brissett. Geno Smith, uh, Jameis, like they haven't faced a top-end quarterback, and now it's Brady with a lot to prove when people are doubting him. Um, that's not the toughest schedule either. Seattle, very poor. Cleveland hadn't played anybody. So, I mean, that that's a lot of the thinking behind uh, the Tampa Bay side. Yeah, I understand it. I'd be, I'd rather go Jags or Jags or 49ers. I'm convinced. I, I'm not sold on this Bucks game. I think it's close. I do too. I, yeah. yeah. With all that said, I, I still like that side, and I'm hoping it gets a 10. And, yeah, Falcons are what, 4-0 and ATS? Are they due for regression? Well, that's it. That's the, that's the yeah, entire probably. argument. I mean, the Rams are good. I mean, despite what we saw on Monday, the Rams are good, and they fought back against them to only mm -hmm. lose by four points, and that, that came down to the last play of the game. So, I mean, it's not like they've – Place, played all trash. Uh, we'll find out what Seattle really is when we get a larger sample size. So, But may, maybe the Seattle like, game isn't as easy as people are saying right now, you know? Maybe not. I feel similar to last week. I think both of our strongest picks are going to win. It's a matter of picking the right one and strategy and all that. But I, I think when Sunday's over, the 49ers and the Jaguars will win their games. Then you go the Jacksonville. Point of well, then, then, go then Jackson. that's, probably, that's probably where we should go. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck, you all daily. That is how you <laughs> – I mean, that's, that's how it's done. That's how it's done in a survivor pool. Coming up next, Alex Christensen 
on the NFL. He does touchdown props and some NBA. We'll look forward here. NBA season is a few weeks until we tip off. Alex Christensen next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.